It's happening again. Welcome to Work Cookie, a CBOT podcast. As we broadcast around the world, get bite-sized morsels and tidbits from our industrial organizational psychologists, other experts, and the latest research on the workplace to boost your organization's effectiveness. Sign up now at cboc.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from our experts at cboc.com. Welcome. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lookabaugh, Industrial Organizational Psychology Consultant and Workplace Communication and Negotiation Coach. Also, we have Tom Bradshaw with us, a voice and speech coach and a damn good actor, too. He is the official voice and speech coach for the industrial organizational psychology community. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our final session of the three-day conference. It's kind of sad, Dr. Destiny, that we're, we're getting to the end here. This has been a lot of fun, uh, but we're actually going to talk about this wonderful experience we've had and have a little bit of a, mom- a momentum session to make sure that, you know, People move forward from this point that, you know, we we formed this wonderful community over the last three days and we want to continue the progress. So um, lead us through this. Yeah, I, I think that's the challenge point sometimes is like, where do we continue and find that momentum and how do we keep it going? And we talked about this a little bit earlier. So if you've been following along and you've been hanging out with us, you know, thank you for hanging out with us. We might kind of repeat ourselves a little bit during this session, but I think it's really important because it's 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 important to capture the essence of the feeling of this experience with yourself and with your future goals in order to continue that momentum. So if you haven't gained momentum yet, let's get that momentum going. So how do we do that? Well, first, uh, the workbook is a good place to start. The workbook, if you haven't already downloaded, it's free for download. Uh, We've included a couple of links. There's also, you can go to the CBOC website and download it. But that workbook is about, I don't know, 40 pages-ish. And that seems like a lot. But what it is, is a tool for you to really start to, you can use it like a journal, you can use it like a, you know, a kind of a self-assessment, you can use it, you know, maybe in the future, you can kind of, you know, dictate where you are now with yourself and self-assess where you are. And maybe you can readdress it in the next 90 days, whatever you like. But it's also a tool to be able to help you transform into, you know, a thought leader in the field of IO psychology. And so we kind of created this idea of a micro-credential or a skills badge associated with this because we want to push you outside of your comfort zone. We want to give you the opportunity to continue that momentum. So if you look in that workbook and you looked at the website and you've looked at all these things and you've heard us talking, there are some things that you can do to get that skills badge that I think will help you kind of reinvigorate that momentum if it's lost along the way. One of those two options being that you can write an article and there's even a template in there if you'd like to use that template to write an article if you feel a little lost. And with that article, when you submit it to us, we are going to publish that article with you. Um, we're going to basically co, you know, co-sign on that article with you and collaborate and share. And so that will give you the opportunity to kind of build your expertise and you know create that momentum for yourself. The second option you can do, you can do both of these options and more. You could, you know, do it a few times if you'd like. But the second option is for you to come to one of our work cookie podcast episode recordings, which is right now every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern. We have events that are uh, called open mic and those are Zoom calls and they're pretty similar to this format, right? They're 
Uh, Tom's usually the leader. Um, Jeremy or myself or somebody else is facilitating the conversation sort of. And those conversations are already labeled uh, over the next uh, 90 days through November. So you can see what the conversations will be about. You can look and see if you can tie in any of your interest within those fields. If you're not, are those conversations, if you're not really sure uh, what you want to you know, be or do or what you want to talk about one day, find which of those interest you the most. And then look at how you can contribute to the conversation. So my recommendation for being able to come prepared, if you want to say prepared is the word, to a conversation with us is maybe at least have one resource that you can fall back on whenever you speak up. That way, once again, you're kind of utilizing those IOE skills. We're talking about creating, you know, making yourself a resource and evidence-based type of stuff here today, for example. And that's one way we want to, you know, help you kind of create that momentum continue that momentum because something magical happens after you do something like that. If you've never done it before, you kind of realize you're very capable of doing that. And when you realize that and you're supported in that effort, suddenly you feel empowered to do more and you feel empowered to show up more. So that's what we want to encourage you to do. And I hope that you feel confident enough so far, at least safe enough so far in this environment to want to show up and to want to do more and to want to maintain that momentum. Yeah, one of the uh, the other interesting things I've noticed about the Work Cookie podcast, because you know I think we're we're, we're closing in on something like 150 episodes, uh, so <laughs> it's been quite a while. But it's it's you know some of the experts that we've had on from the very beginning. You know, Thursdays at noon they have an hour that they were able to come, you know, and sit with us and share their wisdom and knowledge. But after a few months. They start to get busy and all of a sudden noon at Thursdays, that's not available anymore because, you know, I'm too busy working, but then someone else shows up and they start sharing their voice and they're on the work podcast for three months, six months. And all of a sudden Thursdays at noon are busy for them now. So it's nice to see that there's a rotation happening. Some of those people now are coming back because, you know, they, they, they missed the Work Cookie podcast, and now they're making time in their schedules once again on Thursdays to join us. So can you can you talk a little bit about that, about how even the expert panel that joins us on Work Cookie is constantly evolving? Yeah, and that's a great point, Tom. And I think, you know, even like for me, you'll see me, like I, I fall off the face of social media earth uh, and Work Cookie podcast earth for a long time, and then suddenly I'm back as if nothing happened. That's the kind of community that we actually should feel comfortable in creating and maintaining because the truth is we are professionals. Some of us are parents. Some of us are busy. Some of us like to travel. Some of us are introverts and are just like, that was exhausting. I'm done peopling for, you know, a century or whatever it might be. So I think it's okay that we give each other grace in this. We are professionals and that, yes, there is a continuous rotation of professionals showing up with different levels of expertise. We even have some amazingly cool like offshoots of the Work Cookie podcast that we're kind of working on too. Jeremy talks a lot with uh, Jason, I do believe, about uh, space psychology. There's AI topics that we're going to start talking about. Tom, you mentioned that we're going to be trying to do kind of an IO radio type of broadcasting type of thing. So 
there is a future of potentially, you know, consistent dialogue that all of you can contribute to in this space and in your specialized areas. But yes, I think it's good that we have that rotation of type of, you know, professionals coming in and some showing up. And sometimes we have 20 people, sometimes we have 40 people, sometimes five people speak up, sometimes, you know, 12 will. And so that really just creates a really, I think, like, uh, good, you know, uh, I'm not really sure the word I'm looking for, but basically depth of knowledge and information sharing and really just perspective. So I think that's the best part about the work cookie podcast, to be honest, because it shows like a level of diverse thinking, diversity. We all look different there. We all show up as ourselves and we're all comfortable in that space. So it's a good place to kind of test the waters with all of these skills that you've been learning or, you know, readdressing over the last couple of days here, especially with your public speaking. It's a safe place to do that. And it's kind of reminds me like the veteran community. Like if we feel or notice that somebody might be like veering or, you know, just as you've probably seen over the last couple of days, if you're, if you've been present, we'll help each other out, you know, we'll be like, Oh, let me pick it back up. And so think about that. That's a safety net and that's really good. And it, and it can reinvigorate that momentum. And so if like the confidence is like you're super scared or you're uncomfortable, just know that we'll be there to pick you up out of that. And, you know, you'll be safe to keep moving forward. And, you know, it's a learning experience. We're all learning. Like I didn't get to where I am doing this without struggling, <laughs> tripping, you know, uh, cry laughing on the camera uh, many times. So, you know, it happens to all of us. It certainly does. And uh, great work over the last three days. And thank you for all your support as well. Uh, Dr. Rosanique, I'd love to go to you because, you know, you've been such a great voice over the last few days. What are some of the key things that you would love the attendees to take with them as they move forward into their careers and lives? Oh, wow. I mean, I think that that's Dr. Preet has mentioned quite a bit of the gems that I would have focused in on as well that that camaraderie and knowing that this isn't such a community where you cannot come and bring your whole self and we're all learning you don't have to be perfect you can make mistakes we'll we'll pick you back up we'll we'll allow you to course correct we'll give you those tips and tools if you don't know something we'll share you know just as we're doing in a chat we're sharing resources and that's what this is really all about we're not no one's gatekeeping here no one's gatekeeping information resources and saying that you need to look like a specific type of IO IO comes in a spectrum of people neurodivergent and all I will be the first to say that I have ADHD so sometimes I can see a squirrel and I'm off to the left and off to the right and other times you know I can focus in on if, if there's something that is that I'm very passionate about and I and I embrace that initially I felt timid and afraid to tell people that I have ADHD, but now I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll pull a, a, a Lee and say, you get what, what you get um, when you when you see me. This is who I am. This is how I'm showing up and love me or not, but I'm going to continue to be me. So that um, at that community is is why this was built so that we all feel safe. We don't feel like we are disconnected on an island. 
And again, we can share those resources. We can help iron sharpen iron and continue to build and grow together because there's no way, shape or form with a hundred or so people that have been in and out of this conference for the past three days, why we can't help someone get a job, why we can't help someone develop some skills, get micro-credentials as Dr. Preet is, is, is doing with the, the workbook, help you find you know your niche, help you find your voice so that you can better negotiate your salary, get that extra week in, of your vacation. Okay, you need an extra week. <laughs> they don't have the money, get that week. So yeah, just that, I think that in of itself, a lot of what, like I said, Dr. Preet has mentioned, and the community, the camaraderie, us feeling like we are a connected community with different webs that span off to many different aspects of IO is, is why we're here. And again, to just, just emphasize this, we don't have to look a certain way. IOs come in every shape and form with all types of ethnicities mental abilities, different abilities, it's physical abilities. We we are out here loud and strong. So that's that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. That was great. Thank you very much. Lee, let's go to you since you were mentioned. Um, what are you hoping that people who have been attending this this last three days, um, besides coming to the, the pop-up networking group, um, what do you want them to take away and move forward with? Well, you know, since you mentioned it, I, I will I will just go ahead and put out that because of all of you, I went ahead and put it on the calendar early and dropped the link to this week's pop-up in the chat. So uh, there will be a, a LinkedIn post coming on Monday, but you guys get front row seats. So uh, if you want to, if you want to go grab that link out of the chat, this has been fantastic from, from personal perspective. You know, when it, when it was, when it first was announced, I'm like, I'm going. You know, I'm going to take the days off, you know, even if I don't say a word, which I mean, I know that's probably not likely, but but I'm going to go and I'm going to learn because no matter how much I share, I take away just as much, if not more. And I mean, this is just a room full of the smartest people on the planet, I swear. And I, I hear intelligent questions from students and early career. I hear perspectives that are, you know, different from my own that make me think. It's an amazing group, and and I love everything that Dr. Rajanik just said. I mean, because we are one big family that doesn't look the same, doesn't think the same, doesn't, you know, but we all complement each other. If you take anything away from this, the, the, the biggest thing I would say is that you are not alone on this journey. And trust me, I know how that feels. I was alone. You know, I, I am forever grateful to, to Destiny. I tease Destiny a lot, but... She was my uh, voice in the wilderness and, you know, and I have this huge community of IO now because I bumped into her in the, you know, in the hallways of LinkedIn. And I am very thankful for all of the connections that I've made. And I hope that all of you are connecting with each other. I mean, that's amazing. Also make it huge. Feel free to connect with me. I love it. And, uh, you know, keep striving. You know, if there were no stupid questions, there'd be no stupid, you know, there'd be a lot of stupid people. So don't ever think you can't ask a question. You guys ask great questions. Keep it up. I mean, I'm just my brain's moving faster than my mouth can catch up right now with all the things that I'm thinking and feeling from this past three days. It's been amazing. So I'm looking forward to next year. And I think we try if we can do it in person, I'm going to do everything I can to be there. Yeah. Before I stop making any sense whatsoever, I'm going to go ahead and stop there. 
Well, thank you very much, Lee, and thank you for being here and everything you've done. Um, Dr. Juliet, let's go to you next. I'd love to hear your impressions of the last few days. <laughs> I'd really love to see what glasses you're wearing today. You will see what glasses I'm wearing tonight because, again, I'm sorry, I'm in my, my head wrap. Every Black woman on this call knows what that means. <laughs> but, yeah, so you'll see my glasses tonight. If anything, I post the picture on LinkedIn and y'all can see what glasses I wore. But Nuri Lens will be showing up and showing out. But my impression, I think it was phenomenal. I can even say I was a Pathfinder when Pathfinder, the Pathfinder program wasn't the Pathfinder program. You know, being a student, um, reaching out to Destiny because I had a, a school project and him, you know, inviting me to join the Seabach family and the rest is history. So uh, from 2020 and seeing all of the work that especially Jeremy and other people, uh, Dr. Rajanik, uh, Dr. Destiny, um, Linda Ann, and so many other people, Lee, yourself, Tom, have put in over these years and to see that all come together. It makes me kind of emotional to see. I will say the introvert in me is it, pooped, extremely exhausted, <laughs> but I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm still standing. I can guarantee y'all, if you don't hear from me, your LinkedIn messages and everything after tonight is because I'm in hibernation. So give me about a month and I'll be back in touch. But it was great, you know, seeing the talent, seeing, you know, the diversity. I think what was the most remarkable for me is seeing people attend all over the country, uh, not all over the country, all over the world, all over the globe. And that means so much to me because I'm a child of immigrants. My parents are from Haiti. And so seeing culture represented through our field, it speaks to the level of impact that we're all able to make. And I'm super excited to see all of the the different things that people are going to do with their skills, with their creativity, and so on and so forth. So that's what I will say. I do, if I may um, make a shameless or non-shameless plug for two things. I know there was a mention of starting local chapters. So I went ahead and created a form. I'm going to drop it in the chat. It's going to be the Join the CBOC team form. You can volunteer for various things, not just starting local chapters. If you want to support us in, you know, analyzing member data or anything like that, if in supporting planning and events, or, or beefing up some of the programs and enhancing them. I'm sure Dr. Destiny and, and Dr. Jeremy would very much be happy. Myself working in the background, I would be happy as well. And then the second link I'm going to put in the chat, I mentioned just being so happy to see everyone from all of like all over the world and all the different cultures represented. As Jeremy or Dr. Jeremy mentioned a couple of days ago, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but he mentioned the fact that we are going to be coming out with a new show as part of the Work Cookie podcast. It's called the Conventionally Unconventional Workspaces Show. So we're going to look at I.O. and speak everything workplace, employee, organizational dynamics from the lens of different um, workplaces that are not conventionally studied, even though those are your your conventional workspaces. So the person working at the supermarket, the person working at the farm, the person, you know, working in retail, the one serving, you know, the person, you know, the sports, uh, at the athlete, the coach, the referee, healthcare, education, the full range. We're going to be talking about that. And I would love for you all to partner with me. So I'm also going to be dropping a link if you'd like to be 
be a panelist, if you'd like to be a guest, feel free to fill out the form. If you're not comfortable with being a guest or a panelist, you can also fill out the form and provide any ideas. If if you want to, if there's a specific niche or area you want to see spoken about, feel free to cover that. Again, y'all know I'm very big about culture and waving all the different flags. So we're not only going to look at what workspaces look like in the United States, but we're going to see what different cultural or demographic implications might come in place as we're discussing these conventionally unconventional workspaces. We also want to look at different groups. So Dr. Rajanik mentioned neurodiversity, and that's something I'm very passionate about, serving people with disabilities or differing abilities for that matter. So what does that look like? Someone with neurodiversity, someone with a non-visible disability or visible disability, what does that look like in these conventionally unconventional workspaces? So whether you are a student, whether you are a graduate and you haven't gotten into the field or whether you're a practitioner, or if you know anybody working in these specific trades or occupations, feel free. Um, don't volunteer them, but you, you can recommend them. And I will be in touch with either you or them. And I'll put those links in the chat. Again, I just want to leave it with this. Everybody has as a purpose and calling. I like to say purpose and not potential because potential is man-made and sometimes we limit ourselves with potential. I remember applying for a program manager job and the person, the hiring manager told me, you didn't get the job, you have potential, but we needed a little more. And I, I never felt so offended because since I was a kid, my father always called me doctor, lawyer, or president. And so that made me decide to step forward in my purpose. You can be, a, you can walk in your purpose as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, as an IO, as an HR specialist in sales, in marketing, in brand, in the field, in operations, in the mail processing unit, whatever it is. So what I encourage you all to do is make sure you keep your purpose in mind, your why, what impact you're able to have in the space across the world, because that's what we're here for, to improve people's lives and to make sure that they have uh, workspaces where they can be their authentic selves and thrive. And that's my tidbit. Thank you very much for that. Linda Ann, let's go to you. It's been such a privilege to be part of this uh, event, and I've enjoyed it thoroughly and love hearing from, from everyone on this panel and all the, the participants. One thing I want to encourage people to do, first of all, thank you all for connecting. So many of you connected on, on LinkedIn and, and began the networking process. And one thing I would encourage all of you to do is to start linking up with human resource people because they're that hidden opportunity for you, right? They So many opportunities exist in human resources, whether or not you would eventually want that title or not. Many of those opportunities that will feed your soul are in human resources, but human resources don't know, doesn't know you exist. And so here's this opportunity that you have to start posting on LinkedIn and help making the human resource community aware of that you do exist of what you do and what you have to offer them and the organization that they're working with. So I would encourage that. And um, I'm really looking forward to next year's event. <laughs> Already we're planning for next year. I would love to hear from an attendee and, and I'm going to pick on somebody. Ashlyn, I see that your camera is actually on. So I'm going to pick on you. <laughs> would you mind unmuting your mic and just sharing with us what it's been like for you over the last little while, last couple of days, or, or at this con uh, convention? Sure. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Ashlyn. I'm joining the call from California. I live in the Bay Area. I just graduated 
with my master's from San Francisco State in IO psychology. And I'm currently working at a really small business consulting firm. So at that firm, I am the person who has the most IO knowledge. For me, it's been really, really intimidating to be kind of the expert in the room. I've had a lot of imposter syndrome around it. So just hearing everything that everyone is doing is really, really impactful for me. It's great to get good ideas. I feel like I'm also going to get so many good resources and help from the people that I've connected with. Yeah, it's just been, I feel like it's so hard to find an IO community outside of PSYOP, which only happens once a year and there's not really chapters in other places. So it's just, it's really, really nice to communicate with people who actually know what IO psychology is and are experts in the field. So yeah, really nice to meet everyone. What, you want to hear me when I speak? Um, <laughs> well, we're so glad that you and everyone else attended. Uh, it's been a great attendance here. Uh, and what a great sharing of knowledge and information. Uh, is there anybody else who has attended who would like to uh, unmute their mic and, and share what their experience has been like? Because I can always continue to call on people. But um... <laughs> I am back in the car, but I will take a stab at it. Sure, go ahead. It has been a wonderful bit. I have only got to be in part of these sessions, but you guys seem like such a welcoming and open community, one that's extremely supportive. And it's really unique to see that and find a community like this. So really, thank you all for letting me participate in it. But thank you guys for letting everyone else participate in creating such an environment because it really is something that is so special. This is a great sharing group where, you know, it's only in places like the theater community that I usually find this much openness, this much encouragement for other people. Uh, and it's nice to find another home. So thank you very much to everyone. Uh, Christy, let's go to you. Thanks so much. Um, I wanted to say thank you for the, the event. Just a couple of things. It's like you spend a lot of time searching, being on that island, and you're like, oh, my goodness, you just like found it you know, light bulbs going off, all kinds of stuff. So I uh, just want to say thank you very much for putting this together. And it just a lot of light bulbs have been going off. So thank you. Yeah, yes, we, <laughs> we may get a call from the power company with all the bulbs that have been busting. Um, Elizabeth, let's go to you. I guess just echoing every, what everyone's saying. But yeah, this I think was so, so impactful and such a breath of fresh air to have such a perfect size community as well. Like, I guess there's like maybe a couple hundred that have been involved in this. And so I'm just really excited to connect with people like networking. I've already gotten a couple of requests for like, Hey, can we have like a chit chat, you know, and I just love this and I feel so connected and not going to tear up. Um, but yeah, like on the regional thing, a couple of us, Brandy, uh, looking for her last name now, but, um, we, she created a wonderful like connection, Space for us to start working on that. And like, yeah, I would really love Dr. Juliet and Nelson. I think you said you were going to post a form that we can start to fill out and get that momentum going. Cause I, cause I'm so sad that I can't come tonight to the in-person cause in-person is so crucial right now. Like I still feel like we are still traumatized from the pandemic. Like I still feel like a lot of isolation from that. And so it would just be great to get these regional things going. And, um, you know, I'd love to help out on that. I'm in the Northeast area. I'm in Connecticut. So just reach out to me if you want to join our Northeast group, our sort of driving distance in like North Northeast. And then there's DC, which is also Northeast, but you guys maybe will make the cutoff somewhere along there. I don't know how to do it, but however we do it, I'm here to volunteer to help that. 
and love to just keep this momentum going and just thank you so much uh dr destiny jeremy everybody it's just been like really amazing thank you and we definitely need a canadian chapter uh because i need to meet some miles up here <laughs> and thank you very much elizabeth uh, moira let's go to you hi sorry i would unmute myself but i'm tr- currently trying to work through all the knots in my curls so <laughs> to get ready for tonight but i just wanted to pop up and just say i really really appreciate you guys like putting this together especially virtually i think it's really cool to be able to connect with people in io like from all over the country especially like on like a free platform for this whereas like you know psyop i mean one day i'll get there but as like a recent graduate just could not afford like the couple thousand it was going to cost to like meet with people in the field. But it's giving me like a lot of help because I just graduated in May and I've like really been struggling and now not being in class with like all like my IO peers, I made two friends, but then like going through the motions of like, you know, applying for jobs. And then people are like, well, what do you do? And you're just like, oh, I'm so tired of trying to explain to people. It's like HR, but it's not. It's like, so it's really nice to like use IO language and like hear from people, especially other like recent graduates who are having like just as much like trouble finding a job as I am. So it's not me, (laughs) but uh, I really just definitely appreciate hearing you guys and, you know, all the great advice. Well, welcome home. We're glad to have you here. Jeannie, let's go to you. The best thing for me that's come from all of this and CBOC and these pop-ups is just the, the uniformity, the ability to talk these things out and to hear the language, even though you're not in your program anymore, because I love my program. Obviously, I went back into it for my PhD. So, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, it's just being able to have conversations with people who understand you. I go to work and nobody really understands what I do or why I do it. Or, you know, I'll, I'll bring into different perspectives and everybody will say, oh, I love your perspective. And I love what you think about this. And I love what you think about that. But then nobody really follows up or, you know, takes into it. So that's having the ability to have these conversations is really great. So thanks for putting it all together. Well, Dr. Destiny, you must feel pretty good right about now. Um, <laughs> you did good. Um, this was a great three-day, you know, get together and event. So, you know, you and Jeremy should, you know, be patting each other on the back here. Uh, what's the future of CBOC? Where are we going from here? Yeah, I I mean, I told my husband last night and like, I just been like really emotional the last few days. And I think I mentioned this earlier and I said it in the chat, like, I don't get super emotional like that. I, you know, try to bucket those things appropriately, but there's something that's been so powerful about this. And I'm happy that other people are feeling that too. If you're not, it's okay. Like, you know, it's just about what you, it's kind of like meet you where you are right now. And for me, this has been validating in so many ways. Like I have been working and this is not about destiny, but I want to give you all like this idea of like where I'm coming from. I've been working my behind off and my field of credibility for like the last, I don't know, six to seven years, uh, both in the veteran space, but in the IO space. And by that, I mean, I, I told this earlier, I felt like a pinned up, pin, pinned dot on a large map, not sure where I should be going, what I'm doing, like questioning, you know, I even at one point called my academic advisor during my PhD journey and said, I'm done. I'm throwing the talent. 
And her name was Robin. And at the time she said, I'm going to lose my job for this destiny potentially, but I'm going to tell you, no, you're not. You need to call me back tomorrow. And I'm, cause I'm not going to process your documents. And I like that night went to sleep, had a dream of myself on a stage with red stilettos. I can't even walk in stilettos y'all <laughs> and a power suit on. And I was like, you know what, maybe this is a sign that I should be doing or speaking or doing something or a voice. I didn't know how to interpret it. And the next morning I called her and I said, you know what, I I'm going to try, I'm going to try. So I kept going. And for me, like that, I, I felt very lost in that journey many times. I felt very lost in my military to civilian transition many times. I found my tribe in the veteran space. And when I realized there was an overlap of the veteran community and this, I mean, it was like the best thing ever. And so I have found my tribe, not only here, but like in my veteran community too. And, you know, I truly believe in like building people and connecting with people and playing off of each other's strengths and playing off of each other's uh, knowledge and all that, because that's how we get further. I mean, so many of us get stuck and we get stuck because we're not supported or we don't know where to go. And like, we feel lost. And then that just, you, you lose out on so much potential and impact that you can be making not only on your own life, but in others life. And so when you have people who understand your language, it's just so empowering. So I love that you all are connecting. That's exactly what Jeremy and I had hoped for from this, to be honest. It wasn't about CBOC. Just so y'all know, this was never about CBOC. It was about IO psychology awareness and community, to be honest. <laughs> and But CBOC is doing exactly some of that mission work, basically. So if you, you know, if we put it together, so I, I built this idea of this whole conference off of the idea that I want people to know more about Iowa psychology. I want organizations to know why they should hire us because we're awesome. So that was kind of where I was coming from. And I wanted there to be community and building in that. So that's why we called it an experience instead of an event. And we wanted it to be an experience. We wanted you all to walk away feeling something, whether it was feeling empowered, whether it was feeling like you're part of something. So I want you to think about that feeling that you have. And so thank you for, you know, once again, this is successful because you all made it successful, not because I did. I just showed up and did all the back work with Jeremy, but you all had to show up here and contribute and be curious and be open and be vulnerable and be willing to accept, you know, some of this that's coming at you. Cause this can also feel like a lot. We were talking, some of us introverts, like we're pooped, <laughs> we're exhausted, <laughs> but that's okay. Like I am pooped, but I can't wait to go tonight. I know that I'm going to sit on my couch, like a couch potato for the next three days. And my, my parents have my kids. They, they took them for a few days. I have three boys, twins who are 12 and a 10 year old. And my parents took my kids and it couldn't have been better timing because I need space to just like not talk and not do anything for like three days. So um, I'm so happy that I have that opportunity to do that. So, you know, even that's why I want all of you to share this experience because a lot of people are uncomfortable building community and support, especially through a virtual setting. Like that's weird for most people, right? That's not who actually usually builds virtual communities that actually work. I don't know. Not a lot. So people don't, they feel a little wary. So if that's the case, the more that you all share, the more people will come and contribute and feel okay, you know, that psychologically safe space. And that is what I love about this group. We are very diverse. Once again, we are very, you know, we kind of represent like, 
you know, our fields overall, like look around, listen, who's been talking. We all come from somewhere so different. Our journeys are so unique and that's beautiful. And think about the power once again, in this environment, in this room, um, in these virtual walls, if you have an idea or you had a thought or you had a project or you have a business venture, or you, the, like the list goes on, think about how much you could work with somebody like some of these thought leaders in here and really propel that. So find your people in this circle. I want you all to do yourselves a huge favor though. Do not take people not responding back to you immediately personally, especially in this space, because it's never personal. We're all busy professionals. I get it so many times. Like I will, just like Juliet said earlier, I'm the same way. Like I will maybe not message you back for a month. It doesn't mean I'm ignoring you. People are always like, I don't want to bother you. I always tell people bother is not in my vocabulary. I would never advocate as much as I, I do if I it was bothering me. But I do have like priorities and obligations. I have to take, you know, so just keep that in mind because I don't want any of you to take any, you know, one of maybe one of us not responding to something personally, just keep moving forward and check in or, you know, follow up. Or I always tell people, poke me, keep poking me. Like Lee will tell you, I'll poke him in the head. Like I do, I poke, poke, because I understand that we all have things that happen and we all have a really busy life. So keep that in mind because Sometimes we can get in our own way of building support community and standing in our own way of like potential and opportunity because we project or we assume or we are, we get, we just get in our own way. So don't allow yourself to get in your own way as you move forward because that hinders momentum. So thank you for everything and keep in touch. And once again, if I don't respond immediately, I promise I'm not ignoring you. Like huge. <laughs> if you and, and, my son, then I might respond immediately. But you know, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and and feel free to reach out to any one of the the mentors here with Seabock. Uh, we're all fairly friendly, uh, and we've got time for you. So don't be apprehensive at all about reaching out to connect with the people that can help your career and give you some advice, or sometimes just to have a good conversation with. Uh, I also wanted to say that you know. As Jeremy often says, you know, IO is the oldest profession that no one knows about. And that's absolutely true. We're trying to change that and you are part of it. But at the same time, I don't think there's any other career than IO, which is really needed more than ever right now. Uh, the world of work is changing. It's changing big time. Uh, we're going to see issues coming down the pipeline uh, with equality. We're going to see many dimensions of that. Uh, we're going to see a constantly changing work world over the next 50 years. Uh, there's estimates of something like half a billion people working worldwide online within the next couple of years. It's growing that fast. So there is no greater time than right now, then your skills are needed in the professional world. So stay strong, stay loud, stay proud, and keep spreading the world word. And that's kind of the job we're doing here at CBOC, uh, getting IO out of the uh, shadows and into the spotlight. Uh, and that's Dr. Destiny, unless someone else wants to jump on uh, and share some of their thoughts. It is a little early, but I think it's maybe a good chance to uh, end this um, three-day event because I know some of you are eager to get in your vehicles and track down Jeremy. <laughs> yes, we are. And he, you know, I had to tell him that I, he could miss this last session just so that he could be there in a timely-ish fashion. So 
yes, we are excited to meet in person. And once again, thank you all. And um, if you have any questions, challenges, concerns, please email hello at cbock.com. It's in your workbook. And we look forward to hearing the impacts of this throughout. So thank you. And with that, three, two, one. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a Seabock podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? At seabock.com.